0: listening to tips with tea and i'm your host tiara but you can call me tea i'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur plus i will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for so stay tuned hi you guys thanks for listening into this episode of tips with tea on today i have miss kyla with us hey miss kyla how you doing
1: today Hey, I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do.
1: Yeah. So I wear a whole bunch of hats. One of the one that keeps me the most important is agency owner. So I ran a media agency where I coach new podcasters on how to get started. I teach them what to do, what topics to choose, like, um, idea generation, I find guests for them. So it's basically walking them through the process, whether it's an interview-based podcast or just a solo, you know, speaking podcast, what to do to get started so that they can start off strong with a podcast trailer and then five episodes. And then I also am a podcast manager. So I train managers and I also manage podcasts, which includes everything from finding guests scheduling posts, editing the episodes, doing everything, right? My whole thing is skip the boring stuff. Uh Give me all the stuff you don't want to do. Like people start podcasts because they want to talk to their friends. And then they're like, now I got to figure out what an RSS feed is. Now I got to find social media. No, you record. I will literally write your interview questions for you. (laughs) You sign up, you record, give me everything else. And I take care of all of it. So yeah so agency owner keeps me super busy and then I also am still a podcast host I just passed three years on my own podcast you are a lawyer and I'm a mama and a wife and a daughter and all that good stuff too so well awesome awesome so I'm very excited to have
0: you on the show today um but tell us how was your journey of becoming an entrepreneur and how did you you know how um was up for you getting to this point with your managing so much stuff, um, being a podcast host and manager? So how did you get to this point? How was your journey?
1: Yeah. So my journey did not follow your typical path. And by typical path, I mean, I didn't grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to be the next Oprah Winfrey. I'm going to interview all these people. I'm going to be P. Diddy and be a producer. Right. Like I was not expecting any of this to happen. Uh-huh. I actually... I've always been a creative person. Like I went to a arts elementary school where I was always into painting and music and all that stuff. But I was working, just working, regular person after school. And I was like, you know what, I want to be a lawyer. So I decided I was going to go to law school. Huh? So I go to law school, I get out, I get a job, I'm working. I don't want to say I was bored, but I was ready for the next new thing. And I was talking to all these lawyers who had all these really interesting stories. Like there was a partner at my firm who wrote a book and I'm like you're billing all this time which means he was working like 75 hours a week how do you have time to write a book He was like oh you know I prioritize it so then I'm talking to someone else and they're like oh yeah I write comic books on the side And I was like wait lawyers have all these interests so I started looking for lawyers who were doing everything but just working at a law firm uh-huh. right and so long story gets you to <laughs> I launched the You Are Lawyer podcast. And I was like, let me see if I can find seven lawyers who are doing stuff that I think is cool. A lawyer who's an accountant, a lawyer who works for NASA, a lawyer who owns a food truck. And I could, and I started talking to them and I started just sending out cold pitch emails like, hey, I'm a lawyer, but I'm bored at work. I see that you're not only being a lawyer too, you want to talk to me? And all these people were like, absolutely. Uh-huh. So that, that was- is how I ended up being a podcaster. So then- that into three years later, actually, not even probably a year and a half later. I'm posting on LinkedIn just my usual stuff. Hey, new podcast episode. Guess who I talked to today? Da, da, da. And all these people are like, Oh, can you show me how to podcast? And I was like, Yeah, of course. Oh my god, I love podcasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I saw that you just did another post. Can you show me how to podcast? I was like, Sure. It took five people asking me before I was like, I sure can for $175. And they're like, Great, when do I pay? Really? <laughs> I was like, no. Oh, I was joking, right? I turned to my friend. I was like, I was, I would talk to them for free. I love podcasting, but people were willing to pay me, and so I was like, okay, well, I was like, well, I'm really busy with this person. You know, it'll be five hundred dollars. Okay, sure. And I was like, dang, <laughs> right? So basically, my consistency of podcasting for three years turned into an expertise to where okay. people were literally ready to put their money where their mouth was and to pay me for all the things that I had seen and encountered uh-huh. since doing my podcast so yeah that's where that's how this whole journey happened
0: well awesome awesome look we never know
1: like just by people inquiring
0: about certain things that can be a business second like, yeah it isn't turned to a side hustle or a business for us so kudos to you <laughs> Close to you. Um, so we're going to talk about some mistakes. So what are some mistakes you learned from starting your own business?
1: <laughs> I'm laughing because the first mistake was working with five people for free before yes. I realized you could start paying me. Right. Yeah. And that's just because I think, well, I know for sure when you go to law school, they teach you how to do four and five things at one time and it doesn't feel like a lot of work. Uh So I always have my hands in a lot of different pots, but I've slowly realized that everyone can't do that. And that's a really valuable skill that I'm able to multitask and juggle so many things. And I know don't drop the glass balls, the rubber balls will bounce. (laughs) Right. So that was something I had to learn, but yeah, the most immediate thing was the fact that I worked with five people before I realized someone would pay me. And that just comes from just sheer not knowing if, what I was doing if my skills were valuable, right? Coming from a very formal, educated law firm background, why would you pay me to talk to you about how to find a guest, right? Like you could just read a book for that. People don't have time. You could just read a book for that. People don't have time. And so if you're willing to pay me to have six sessions with me to share with you everything I know about podcasting, then I'll make myself available for you. So that was one of the biggest mistakes. The second mistake is it took me probably a whole year before I would call myself a podcaster. Uh And I read a book called So You Want to Start a Podcast. And she was like, most people quit podcasting around six episodes. You get bored, you run out of topics, you do whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna find eight guests. I'm gonna record it before I even like post anything. Uh And so I did that. (laughs) And even though I was rolling... Even though, and you can cut this part out if you keep your podcast evergreen, but it's July. I'm recorded with episodes up through September 17th because I just recorded with someone earlier today. And I was like, great, your thing will be out for October 7th or whatever. That's just how I work. Like, that's just how, so I was, it took a whole year of me recording, having months and months of content created before I was like, I'm a podcaster. Uh (laughs) before then I just thought I don't know it was a hobby it was just something I was doing for fun
0: yeah
1: second mistake because I think if I started calling myself a podcaster earlier I would have not taken it more serious but I would have started to look out for different opportunities and I probably would have been looking for people who are willing to pay me for all the stuff that I knew yeah
0: and I'm glad you said that because like it took me a while for me to acknowledge myself as a podcaster too and I'm like you I like pre-recording my episodes so I can schedule them on out and because at first when I first started I was just getting like bombarded and I was just like okay no like I love the guests coming on the show but we're gonna have to like have more structure so that's when I started pre-recording and then I started like planning to have them get like Mhm. Weeks or once a week, cause like when I first started off, like as soon as I record them, if I could get them out, I'd try to go ahead and get them out. I'm like no, to like that's too much, cause I was just having a lot of them back to back when I first started. Cause like podcasting, when I first started, became like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I completely agree. Like you know, just like knowing your worth and knowing your value and knowing what you can bring and you can offer. Um. Has taught me a lot too because, like, I like you said, I really wasn't even recognizing myself as a podcaster for a while. But now I'm like, you know what, Tiara, you have been doing this for a while, you have had got some type of structure from it, you might as well go ahead and face the fact that you are a podcaster, you are a content, a content creator. So I'm like, okay, but um, yeah, just just doing our work and like you too, along my entrepreneurship journey, knowing okay, my expertise, I should be able to charge someone for my expertise for my time at least because your time is valuable, you can't get your time back.
1: Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So today we will also talk about some ways that we can monetize our podcast. So um, give us some ways that we can get, how we can get paid and how we can set our rates and all that good stuff. Because a lot of people are getting into podcasting and now they need to know, like we don't need to, don't make the same mistakes that we did, you know, utilize some <laughs> of the tools that we can to monetize ourselves. So how are, how can we do that?
1: Yeah. So I want to say, first of all, if you, well, I'm trying to like try to censor myself, but that's for you to do. You'll leave it what you want take out what you want. If you have set up your podcast to where it is distributed on more than five networks, if anyone offers you to pay, you take the money. Right. And I say that because I'm like, Oh, I'm just talking to a couple of people I met and people are like, no, but I can Google your name on Spotify and find you. You are so famous. And I was like, I am actually kind of you know, like, I am. Because Apple Podcasts, we get it. That's the big one. But people, regular people, know Spotify. Regular people okay. know iHeartRadio. Uh-huh. You can go to iHeartRadio and Google yourself, and there's Tierra. People, that is worth something. I don't care if it's a mom and pop corner store, that is worth something. And if people were like, I give you $50 if you mention my little, you know, little hair thing, okay. I sure will, $50 an episode, right? So that's the first one. You have to realize your little podcast, if that's what you're calling it, has a huge reach. One episode you could blow up or you're just slowly consistent with a hundred episodes and people are like, but if I Google you, I see your name everywhere. That can go really far, right? So that's the first thing because it took me a long time to realize, oh, no one's paying me $25,000 for a season. I must be doing it wrong. But actually, I've had three sponsors so far. All of them approached me. Like, literally, I had a guest who was on the episode and was like, yeah, so how are you doing with sponsorships and stuff? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking about getting into it. It will be really fun for me to do. And they were like, no, I mean, like, do you want, can I sponsor you? Heck yeah. (laughs) I I didn't say that, of course. I was like, oh, let me get together a media kit and I'll send it to you, right? Girl, I was up all night working on this media kit because it was a lawyer. I was like, I'm going to send it. It's going to be great. I'm going to Google all this stuff. And he was like, I don't have time to read it. He was like, Tell me what the <laughs> price is. And I'll tell you if it fits my budget. And I was like, OK. But had I not done the media kit research, I wouldn't have known. But like, I say that to say also, you have to have a price in mind. Uh-huh. Now, if you listen to these big podcasts, they have seven, eight, ten ads on there, uh-huh. right? They talk about so-and-so's favorite soap. They talk about this. They talk about that. And you can do that. You can also wait and get the big whales. You know what I mean? Somebody offers you a big microphone or whatever. Whatever. The point is, you can decide how you want to get paid. Uh-huh. I've done affiliates before. I worked with a yoga studio for lawyers. And she was like, if you list my... Business and my website in your episode notes, you know, I'll give you $5 off of everybody that comes in. Doesn't hurt me at all. She was a guest on the show. And then now I get to create content about it. And then, like, I just get money that comes to me because people sign up. So you can tailor it however you want. You just have to realize first, your effort and your time is worth being paid back for. Uh Then figure out if you want to make a little bit of money here, here and there, or wait and get a big whale. But Uh you're going to have to decide because someone's going to call you and say, I was going to say if you're lucky, but not even if you're lucky because people, even if you're consistent, eventually someone will reach out to you. Now, they might reach out to you and say, I would love to give you $15 an episode to which you say, it costs more than $15 an hour for me to find a guest. No, thank you. Right? You got to figure out, is that worth $15 or is it not? Or do I think that's worth $200? Uh Because somebody they know but somebody else might say oh i was gonna give you 350 <laughs> right and you have to know your price so that if you accept the 200 you're not like crap why didn't i get 350 right so that's the first thing uh, which isn't the first i think i just said like three things <laughs> but you've got to realize that your show is worth you getting paid for because you are putting time and effort and energy into it i am three years into the game 96 episodes i still edit for free with audacity but I still think that all the time and energy I put into it, I don't mind you paying me for it because I still had to do work Uh for the show. So there are all kinds of different ways to get monetized. Um, You just got to realize that the effort that you're doing, the work that you're doing is worth someone paying money for it. Yeah.
0: So I'm glad you said there are different ways. So talk about the different ways a little bit on how we can actually monetize our podcast.
1: Okay. So one of the, Most obvious ways that people think about is a spoken or read ad, right? So that's if I say, you know, this episode is brought to you by Tiara, MJ Financial, blah, 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 blah. So you could have a pre-roll ad, which is where as soon as the episode starts, the first thing they're hearing is your sponsor's name. That is one of the most expensive ads you should ever have because like, they clicked on your show and then they're hearing somebody else, Mm -hmm. you got to pay for that. That's a huge impression. Right. And then there's also a lot of data that shows ads that are read by the host get a lot more attention because you're already familiar with my voice. And now you're still listening before you even realize it was an ad. Right. So Uh you got to add some extra, you know, dollars on there for that part, too. (laughs) My favorite kind of ad is a mid row ad. So that's where you would do 10, 15 minutes of your episode, depending on how long it is, like half the episode. And then you say, hey, I'm glad you've been enjoying this. This was brought to you by MJ Financial. Uh-huh. Blah, blah blah blah. Those are good, especially if you have people that listen to your whole episode, because then they'll be like, wait, what? And they might even go back and rewind it to listen to it again. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have a post row ad which is at the very end, which is where you just say, you know, this was sponsored by so-and-so. That one's not too bad, but a lot of times people will stop listening once they know the episode is over. Uh So Uh the biggest way that people think about with monetizing is a red ad. However, if you have a newsletter, you can have people pay to be featured in your newsletter. You can do a banner that says, every episode for this month is brought to you by this company. You can pay for that. If you have any kind of website traffic, and I'm talking like, basic google analytics 300 people come to your website a month people will pay for that (laughs) people will pay for that and you can say look i get 300 people consistently to my website would you pay to sponsor this page where i can put a banner at the top of my website to say you know brought to you by this person people will pay for that um so there's the red ads there's ads on your website ads on your newsletter oh episode notes Uh episode notes are gold now i am stingy if you go to my website my episode (laughs) notes are long because i need the seo excuse me the search engine optimization i need you googling i don't like law school and my podcast pops up what to do if you don't like law school right but then with apple Podcasts, when i put it on my rss feed i only get them a little bit because (laughs) i want your traffic coming back to my website But all that to say, people will pay for an episode note shout out as well. Uh You know, hey, every season is 16 episodes for eight episodes for this amount of money. I will mention your business, Uh your Uh website link in my episode notes. Uh Right. And so you can then pay for that to be either on your personal or podcast website or on all the episode notes that go to Apple, Spotify and all that, too, because that means if I go to Spotify and Google your company your name should show up if it's those eight out of the whatever episodes so all of that stuff is giving a business more reach than they had before and they'll pay for that
0: I'm glad you said I'm glad you mentioned all this stuff because like I really haven't
1: gotten to the other
0: people coming on doing the ads because you know I first started when well, I first started on my podcast I started with Anchor so Anchor they had their own ads that I could just run so I'll do that but like I haven't really figured out how to Bridge the gap onto look and other people come on yet because I was just like I don't know how that routine works so I'm glad you did (laughs) broke it down so maybe we can utilize some of these ways to monetize our um platforms because like you said our platforms are our major like especially if you got your platforms your podcast on the major platforms um you know that is that will reach a wide a wide audience. Cause like yeah. I pretty much put my podcast on every platform I could. Um just so I can reach a greater audience. And I just recently um put my platform on Sirius XM, satellite radio. So now that you done mentioned all this stuff, yeah, we need to get some sponsors.
1: We need to get yeah. some ads going. <laughs> Notice the one thing I didn't mention was social media. Uh-huh. You can, people will pay very, very well for social media. My problem with social media is if I spend three days making an ad for you, I don't want to make my own post for my own podcast. That's the only reason why I do not do paid social media. Like, if I get the idea for a funny TikTok and I give it to you and then I don't have it for myself, like, <laughs> but social media is another really big one. Like, people will say, like, all the episodes this month are brought to you by this you know whatever the company is and then they might do like five ads every month five posts every month on instagram and people will pay you for that as well so that's another one i just mentioned it very last because it's one of the ones that i don't care to do but people will pay for all of that like your audience is not my audience which means if you're getting my name in front of somebody else that's worth money yeah it is
0: So thank you so much, Ms. Kyla, for being on the show today, sharing us your tips about how we can monetize our podcast. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share um, your handles on how to okay. get in contact with you. And you can tell people how they can get in contact with you and how they would like to render your services for the ones who are um, listening in.
1: Absolutely. So, hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I've had a great time chatting with Tiara here. So if you are looking to launch a podcast or you just want some coaching about how to be a more efficient podcaster, right? I'm sure you're doing a great job. Go to skiptheboringstuff.com. Spelled just like it sounds, skiptheboringstuff.com. And from there, you can hire a podcast manager or a podcast coach. Also, if you are a podcaster and you're just tired of all the boring stuff, Take all of that off of your to-do list, give all of it to me and my team. <laughs> you can hire a podcast manager right there as well. Also, I just talked about my social media pages. You can see me on Instagram at Mrs. DeNano. That's M-R-S-D-E-N-A-N-Y-O-H, Mrs. Denanyo. And you will see a ton of reels about my daughter. She is so cute. <laughs> She's so funny. So, like that's pretty much what I post on there. But the um the businesses are linked there as well. And then last but, not link, last but not least, LinkedIn. I get a lot of my podcast coaching clients from LinkedIn. So if you have not thought about LinkedIn for your business or for your podcast, it is a podcaster's dream. Hit me up. <laughs> I'm over there with my maiden name, Hila Hemphill, H-E-M-P-H-I-L-L. And we can connect. I love to meet new podcasters and people who are interested in podcasting.
0: All right, you guys, please go check her out if you are trying to start a podcast. And if you guys want to get in contact with me, um, you feel free to do so. My number is nine one zero three one seven zero three nine six. 317 396 You can shoot me an email at contact at mjfinancial.biz. You can schedule a consultation with me on my website at www.mjfinancial.biz. You can find this episode on Spotify and all the other major platforms as well. And you can find the playback for this video on the youtube channel as well um if you guys are interested in being a guest on the show please feel free to shoot me an email at contact at mjfinancial.biz and thank you once again miss kyla for being a guest on the show today i highly appreciate you
1: yeah i appreciate you too thank you and all
0: right you guys we will see you on the next episode of tips with t Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips for tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.